When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking Zay Flowers, baby. We're talking Moon Men. We're talking Justin Fields, Carson Wentz, mix in a whole bunch of other news. File on in. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now, broskies. It begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. File on in, file on in, hit that like button on your way in the door. We've got a lot to discuss today. We've got a moon man to announce right this very second. You've already seen his name on screen, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave it uh hanging too long or get into a, a big long intro. Let's just let's just hit it right now. I give you Moon Man number 14, rookie wide receiver Zay Flowers, ladies and gentlemen. Zay Flowers. It is time for the first time to hit Zay Flowers. Uh, hit the button with Zay Flowers on the Moon Man list. Let's go. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Space monsters. Look at this list of space monsters right here. Look at Zay Flowers fitting in nicely with this crew. Let me tell you something about Zay, okay? This guy, Zay Flowers, is about to become an absolute monster and legend at the NFL Combine. I try to hold off. I've got, look at all the moon men we have. We have 14 moon men. The moon men dropping loads in outer space. 14 moon men already. 14 moon men. Yeah, yeah. I counted them right. I counted them right. 14. Space monsters. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy that we have 14 moon men um, already. But but we, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Um, I can't hold back. My job is to alert you to players that are going to be on the rise, players that are going to explode. Um, I, I, I just feel like it's, 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 it's not in your, I'm not doing you a service if I'm holding back because I don't want to load up the movement list too early. Like we can make a change. I'm sure there'll be somebody we take on or off, but it's hard to, uh, it's hard to hold back someone like this when we're walking into a combine where he's going to vault up everybody's board. Now, in redraft, sometimes the Moon Men predictions don't have as, they don't carry as much weight. They don't help you as much um, to know this information early because in August, if we're trying to be ahead of the curve and Zay Flowers is on everybody's radar walking into you know week one or, or walking into August drafts and September drafts, there's still a lot of redraft advantage right now in best ball, which is why I pump up uh, this underdog fantasy so much. And underdog fantasy will match up to $100 in your first deposit. And I love playing it. I'm going to drop the link right now. The link has been dropped in the in the live chat. Uh, let me go ahead and pin that said link in live chat so you guys can definitely uh, take advantage of it and uh, click that. But if you go play best ball right now and you draft Zay Flowers in a, like round seven territory... And I don't know if Ron Navy's in here or any of my regular best ball people. Let me know where you think Zay Flowers is going or where you're starting to see him. 
But Zay Flowers is going to vault, I think, into a lot of people's number one wide receiver ranking coming out of this rookie 2023 class. And it's going to be the cats out of the bag type of thing. Coming out of the combine, this guy is going to look like an absolute monster to everybody. And here's here's uh, here's his tra- trainer. Um, there, there's a, a photo of, of Zay. I'll show you on my phone right here. There's a photo of Zay standing, uh, you know, in the same place um, at 170 pounds. This is his trainer uh, perform that he goes to uh, to get him ready for the combine. So, you know, he looks very similar, but he's chiseled a little more on, on the on the 183-pound side. This guy walked in at 170 pounds, and he walks out at 183. So size was a concern for Zay. It was, hey, Zay's, oh, he's small. He's a little guy. The guy's 183 pounds now. He's an under 183 pounds, and he's an absolute Tyreek Hill meets Antonio Brown little monster on the field. And, and while some people will stray away from this guy and say something like, and yeah, Addison's 175 pounds. Um, this guy was 170. Now he's 183. He's chiseled. He's gonna probably weigh in about or uh, uh, weigh in about 183 to 185. Um, Zay Flowers. Uh, let's see his height. I think he's gonna come in. If I had to guess on his height, you know what do I what do I think he really is? It says 5'10", 5'10", 172. He could come in at 5'10". He could come in at five ten. I think a lot of guys are lying a little less on their height because they know it's going to come out and it's going to you know not be a good look later. But he could come in at five nine and a half to five ten. Let's hope he's five ten. Uh, if he's five nine, I'm still not concerned. But you know this is the next Tyreek Hill meets Antonio Brown. It really is. And and I think his his ability to show quickness at his new size, his ability to be one of the fastest wide receivers in the forty time, his ability to I think crush the cone drill, catch every football coming his way, show good character, show good work ethic. Uh, he's going to climb up boards really, really fast. And let me tell you something. This wide receiver class isn't as good as people think it is. It's good, but there's going to be one, maybe two top 12, top 15 wide receivers, I think, come out of this class. Maybe it shocks me. Maybe Quentin Johnson evolves. And keep in mind that I'm open-minded to this, and I'm not going to feel stupid if this ends up not becoming true, because this is my pre-NFL draft evaluation. This is my pre-landing spot evaluation. This is pre-rookie seasons for all these guys, and we don't know what they are yet. And not any, not any analyst in the world is going to see everything coming. So I'm open-minded to this being a shock to me later, but unless these guys evolve at, at a higher level rapidly and become better players than they ever were college players, which happens all the time, I might I might add, uh, Justin Jefferson wasn't the consensus number one rookie wide receiver in his rookie wide receiver draft class. He was thought to be somebody like where Flowers is ranked. Second, third, some people may have him one, maybe. But most people, JJ was two or three. Or You, you never truly know until a player gets in the NFL, gets NFL coaching, gets NFL training, gets NFL motivation, gets NFL paydays. 
and, and, and gets different plays at a higher level. Sometimes you play up to your competition. So if anybody sits here sits here and thinks that they, they don't make mistakes or they think they know the exact order, they think Bryce Young's going to be worse than Stroud or Stroud's going to be better than Bryce Young, we don't really know. And there's no shame in not knowing because this is the NFL. This is a every single one of you, if you were even alive, including myself, watch Tom Brady run a 40 time down there looking like, a, 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 I don't know, the water boy testing out the grass. Who is this guy? Is he making sure no one's going to slip? Oh, that's a that's a quarterback? That guy's a quarterback? Who is this? Excuse me. Uh, what's your name? Thomas? I see on the name tag. Get off the field. We've got NFL athletes training and running 40 times. We don't want you, Tom. Thomas Brady, what's your name? Running a 40 time and messing up the grass. Get off the grass, bro. That's what every single one of you, and including me, thought of Tom Brady when he stood there at his pro day. Standing there like this. Just standing there like this. Shirt off. You know, all, all bent in. Like, this is the greatest... This is the GOAT right here. The greatest player to ever play the quarterback position. Maybe the greatest of all time. No one saw Tom Brady coming to the, the degree Tom Brady brought it. Nobody. So including me. Including me. I got to put myself in check sometimes when I'm like, this is going to happen 100%. Or this isn't going to happen 100%. But I feel real confident. <laughs> I feel real confident about this guy, Zay Flowers. I feel so confident that Zay, Zay right here, this guy Zay is going to explode at the combine and get in everybody's ear. Uh, everyone's going to be whispering Zay's name in everybody's ear is what's going to happen. And Zay's going to become, I believe, the best wide receiver from this class um, I think I think Jackson Smith and Jigba certainly has a shot at becoming the best wide receiver in this class. I mean, I, I want to make it very abundantly clear that it's not an easy like swing, you know, like this is a home run swing. This is this is you know trying to predict a, a bunch of volatility, and, and I just I, my prediction is that this five foot ten, now one hundred and eighty three pound monster named Zay Flowers, one hundred and eighty three pounds now is going to be electric, explosive, and amazing. Greatest Patriot of all time. Lloyd, he's the greatest quarterback and maybe NFL player of all time. Not just greatest Patriot of all time. They might retire his jersey across the entire league. That's how good he is. Um. Anyway. Zay Flowers, congratulations to the Moon Young Man. Let's run, let's run the Moon Man list back one more time with our new number 14 edition. Zay Flowers, congratulations, young man. The Moon Man, dropping loads in outer space. Look at this Moon Man list. Space Moon says. Unbelievable. All right, let's get to uh, Justin Fields. So as we've talked about a number of times, and people like to just... Fields isn't getting traded. Why are you even talking about this, Smitty? Because Ryan Poles is talking about it. I understand. I understand Ryan Poles is probably smoke season, smoking a pole on this one. Like, just completely just blowing smoke out his rear end on this one. I understand. I understand. Ryan Poles is trying to vault up the value of the draft selection here. That the, the Bears happen to own the number one overall pick, which has a ton of quarterback value, has a ton of trade value, and I, I get it. Hey, 
Are you going to really take a quarterback with the one pick there, Ryan Poles? Are you blowing smoke? And Ryan is saying this. This is what Ryan said. Okay. Ryan had this to say. I'd have to be blown away. Bears GM Ryan Poles in reference to drafting a quarterback. Now, will they draft a quarterback randomly and not have Fields already traded? No, they're not going to do that. They're not that dumb because then you're like the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen. You draft Kyler and now everybody knows what hand you have. And they're like, well, we're going to offer you a little less. However, Rosen was no special, you know, player to acquire. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted him. Um, even if, let's say, Poles showed his hand here and drafted, let's say, Stroud at the number one pick. And again, we're, t- we're talking hypotheticals here, so calm down there, Bears fans. Um, so if Ryan Poles drafted uh, Ray Ray here, you said you hate B. John Robinson last week. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Prince, are you joking? Like, are you really trying to get in here on a different name? Because this is a way you potentially get blocked. And I just want to make sure. Let's see here. He says, Ray says, Ray, or Pr- Prince says, Ray here. You said you hate Bijan last week. He is a bum and has a has bad breath now. I think I think Prince is just joking. I, I don't think Prince is trying to beat B. Ray. Underdog, now I see him on your moon man list. You're good with QBs and tight ends. I think I think Prince is just joking on that Ray guy. That Ray guy came in here and said, I, I'm going to give Smitty an endorsement. He's good at QBs and wide receivers, but he's average at the rest. I, li- I like the show. <laughs> All right, Prince. I think Prince is joking. Um, TT. TT. TT's giving a, a, a $1.99 holler. Uh, gas for the rocket and the bus and the moon shuttles. Thank you, TT. I appreciate you dropping that. Um, yeah, Prince is just... Okay, P- Prince, I thought maybe you really were... Um, what's his name? Trying to get back in here using, you know, your, your, your wife's uh, login or something. <laughs> so I was about to, I was about to kick you, Prince. You're really lucky. You're really lucky, Prince. You almost got the boot. It was too, it was too realistic. <laughs> what was I saying before Prince derailed the conversation? Oh, Ryan Pol- Ryan Pole is blowing smoke. Um, You have to be kidding yourself if you think that anybody's untradeable unless it's like Mahomes or Hurts, you know, at the quarterback position or Burrow, you know, like these established top four, top five quarterbacks. Um, In the case of Fields, he's getting there. He's in a tier right below those guys. In fact, I think Fields, you could say, is in the, the only player currently in. Trevor Lawrence is close to getting in it. Lamar Jackson in a Falcon uniform, could climb into the tier and be right next to Fields. But as it stands right now, Fields is in his own tier that's right below Tier 1, which has Mahomes, uh, Hurts, Burrow, and Josh Allen. In no particular order, you could order them how you want. That is Tier 1. Those are the top quarterbacks, the top four quarterbacks in the NFL and in fantasy. They go hand in hand. There's no NFL elite quarterback that is not in the top four. These are the top four NFL and fantasy quarterbacks. Fields is in his own tier at number five. And that is tier break. And that is is Trevor Lawrence and Lamar and a whole bunch of other QBs that are trying to fight to get into Fields' tier. I want that to be abundantly clear when I say what I'm about to say. But if Ryan Poles is unwilling to forego the... 
advantage of saying, wink, wink, we might just draft a QB. This is all smoke to improve the value of the number one overall draft pick. If Ryan Poles feels it's important enough to try and gain just a little bit more value, just a little bit more value by, by, by blowing smoke out there. By blowing smoke and saying, maybe we'll draft a quarterback. If he truly can't say Fields is our guy. He was point blank asked, is Fields your guy? And he said this right here. He said this right here. I'd have to be blown away to, to, to draft a quarterback. So he's not ruling it out. But he is saying, you know, we, we believe in Fields. But I'd have to be blown away. And, and the fact that he can even say that means that he's willing enough to probably entertain an offer that's too good to be true. So don't come at me and say, Smitty, this is stupid. You're dumb if you think that the Bears would actually trade the number one pick. Don't you know, Smitty? Are you a moron? Don't you know it's smoke? It's all right, Smitty. I know. I decipher and sift through smoke all day long. You don't think I know what smoke smells like, looks like, tastes like? I'm walking into it all day long. I try and be ahead of the curve because I work for you. I'm ahead of the curve so I can say, everybody, come on up. I've checked it out. It's clear. The, the smoke's still here, but it, there's something, there's some validity here. Come on up. I'm all in, I'm digging into it, bro. I'm digging into the weeds. I know what time it is. And I'm telling you, when your quarterback does what Sirianni did, even though we give Sirianni his flowers, we love Sirianni for what he did, what he did with, with Hurts, how he turned this team around. Amazing coach. I, I give Sirianni his flowers. I was very critical of him for a little time, uh, which I think was justified and warranted because when he was asked, is Jalen Hurts your quarterback? He'd say things similar to what Poles said, the GM for the Bears, about Fields. Not backing your quarterback. Do you think, and you could say, oh, Smitty, it's so different to go up and talk about Josh Allen or talk about Burrow or talk about uh, whatever. Jalen Hurts now. If you went to Sirianni now, even better example. If you went to Sirianni. Had, um, yes, I have a question. Yes, reporter in the back. Uh, yes, uh, is Justin, is uh, Jalen Hurts your quarterback? Is Jalen Hurts your guy? Um, or are you considering other options? What do you think Sirianni would say at this point? He'd probably say, uh, who, who gave you a media pass? What are you doing in here? Of course he's our guy. Of course he's our guy. There's no advantage to, to not believing it hurts at this point. Everybody knows he's a monster. He's going to get 50 to $55 million a year. But it makes no sense when you believe in your quarterback to answer the way that Poles is answering about Fields. Fields is in a spot where it probably will... He's probably telling the truth. He'd have to be blown away by the offer... Uh, 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 by the offer to trade away the, the first rounder, the, or the number one overall pick, and he'd have to be blown away to keep it and trade away Fields. Either way, he'd have to be blown away. Currently, he's probably pretty blown away with Fields' production and what he did. I mean, we, we all are. We all understand how good Fields played. And 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 I think a layman might not understand how good his potential is, might talk crap about the fact that he didn't really throw the way he should have thrown. He's running for his life. The Bears didn't support him. But if you're going to flip the script and try and argue the other side and say the Bears should trade him, there are some points to be made. Like, maybe the Bears aren't ready now. Maybe the Bears aren't going to be ready for two years, two and a half years. And when Fields has to put the entire team on his back and run, 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 if you're Ryan Poles and you say to yourself, and you don't know, you don't know if Ryan Poles is saying this. If you're saying to yourself as Ryan Poles, I like Stroud a lot. Like, if we didn't have Fields, 
I would be so on board. I think he's a top six, top seven quarterback of the future. I'm not saying that myself. I'm saying we don't know if Poles feels that way. Because if he does, and you don't know if he does or doesn't, if he does feel that way about Stroud, and you don't know if he could become the next Fields, a lot of people, including me, doubted Fields walking in as a rookie, especially going to Chicago. We all had concerns about him, but a lot of people liked him. A lot of people didn't like him. He's very, very, uh, very, very in the middle of, of the belief, you know, process. Like, will he evolve? Will he be an elite quarterback? Don't act like you didn't have some doubts or questions about it. Don't act like Fields is so obvious now, but you had it all pegged from the start and from the jump. Going to Chicago, very bad environment that he still retains so much value. So I don't want to hear from anybody that you know what Ryan Poles is thinking about Stroud because you don't know. He might love Stroud. He might love Bryce Young. He might love Richardson. We don't know. He might love Levis. Levis, but we call him Levis. Levis to Beaver. He might love Levis to Beaver. We don't know. We don't know. And if he loves Stroud that much, or Levis that much, or Richardson, or whoever that much, and he says to himself, "We're not ready. We're gonna work. We're gonna we're gonna break fields. I want to start over. I want to reset the clock. I want my guy. I want my guy. I like Stroud. He's my guy. I want to reset the clock. Trade the number one overall for the Texans." Uh, two and twelve, and give them back a second round pick or something. And someone's gonna say, Smitty, they wouldn't trade to two and twelve. The Texans wouldn't trade to two and twelve for the number one. You don't know that. You don't know that. The Colts might trade uh, a whole boatload that 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 the Bears could then turn into yet another first rounder. And then all of a sudden, they're drafting Jackson Smith and Jigba. They're drafting Stroud at one, and they're drafting uh, Bijan Robinson with their other third rounder. Think about this. What if the Detroit Lions gave the 6 and the 18 for the number one? So the Lions end up trading the 6 and the 18 for the number one overall. I'm sorry, for Fields. I'm sorry, for Fields. You you could do either way. (laughs) But let's say the Lions trade, let's say they trade the, the 6 and the 18 for Fields. Okay, so now the Bears have number one, they take Stroud or whoever they want. Number six, they take, maybe they trade the six down to 16 or 17 and gain another pick right around this territory at the bottom of the first round. So they get their offensive linemen down there. They At the, at the six pick, which they trade down after they acquire it, and they have three picks right here now. They have the number one pick in Stroud. They had the 6 and 18. They turned the 6 into the two picks here. Now they have the 18 and two picks in this territory here. And now all of a sudden they take Bijan Robinson. They take Jackson Smith and Jigba. And they take some other linemen. Like there, there, there's an opportunity to build. And I think it's crazy to, to suggest there's no path that the that the Chicago Bears could have success with, success with in trading fields away. Um, that's what I want to say. Ultimately, do I think Fields is getting traded. No. Ultimately, I think it's smoke. Ultimately, I don't see them moving away from Fields. Uh, Adam Schefter reports the Bears are leaning toward trading the first overall pick versus trading away Fields. That's where it's going right now. So as it stands right now, what we believe as a group of people more than anything is that Fields is probably not getting traded. But just stop acting like it's not a possibility because it certainly has some legs, even if it's a small, minor chance that it could happen. Uh, This guy, Carson Wentz, um, has been released. Where's my Carson Wentz 
graphic. Carson Wentz uh, was released, saving the Commanders $26.17 million against their cap. Who knows where he lands? He definitely lands with the team, but will he be a starter? I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of openings in the NFL uh, in, in terms of quarterback uh, job openings. We hope that Lamar goes to the Falcons. We hope that Aaron Rodgers either either stays with Green Bay or goes to the Jets versus retiring or the Raiders. So let's call it the Raiders for, for Devontae Adams' sake. I think Jordan Love's good enough to keep Watson valued where Watson is. I really do think that that's, he's evolved enough and, and Love and Watson can have a good rapport. If Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay, though, then rejoice for Watson. We're still excited. And then we're worried about Devontae Adams. But let's say Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders. Let's say Derek Carr goes to the New York Jets. Let's say Miami brings in a QB like Carson Wentz. You know, they're going to probably bring in someone like Carson Wentz. Maybe they trade for Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. Uh, and, and that's the scenario I could see playing out. Um, the Buccaneers could get Jimmy G. The Saints could get Jimmy G. Mike White could go to either one of these teams. Uh, Brissett could have a starting job. Baker Mayfield could have a starting job. Uh, Wentz could have a starting job. Could the Went could Wentz go to one of these teams? He could. You just don't know. You don't know. The Bucks, Saints, I could see it happening. Uh, there's so many openings, but these teams will probably likely want to target rookies. The Panthers will probably take Richardson before they roll. The Colts will take Richardson or or Levis. Levis to Beaver is probably going to one of these teams. Richardson's going to one of these teams. Um, you know, a lot of the rookies will try and fill those spots, or a lot of these teams will try to get the rookies to fill those spots. Uh, Mixon has been in some conversations uh, as of late. Mixon is is a player that I think has a potential to be a cap casualty, as this report suggests. He's had a lot of mileage. I think they want to move on um, and, and and draft one of these younger players that will probably fall deep into the second round. But maybe the, the Bengals are, are very interested in maybe taking a stab at a workhorse, absolute monster at this 28 pick and take Jameer Gibbs or Zach Charbonnet. Either one would have extreme success in a Cincinnati Bengal uniform. And if not, Kendra Miller later would be fantastic. Tank Bigsby could be a, an option. I think Kendra Miller would be a home run. Sean Tucker. Sean Tucker in in orange again. The Syracuse. I, I could see him in a Bengal, the Bengal orange. I could see it right now. Sean Tucker would be a monster in Cincinnati. So Sean Tucker, one of my favorite rookie running backs. He's on the moon men list. The moon men. Dropping loads in outer space. This guy, Sean Tucker, no, this is not his father. No, this is not uh, uh, your insurance salesman. Space Moses. We get insurance salesmen a lot. This is Sean Tucker, ladies and gentlemen. This is a young man. This is a young man. Um, he, he, looks, he looks older than me. But this is a young man, and he's playing a young man's game. And he knows how to play it well. So, Sean Tucker, Kendra Miller, or my favorite, Charbonnet, or Bigsby. I'm sorry, Charbonnet or Gibbs in 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 Cincinnati would be phenomenal. So that's that piece of news there. Uh, other other news, just real quickly, I'll gloss over this stuff real fast. Rashad White, Tampa Bay Times uh, reporting that the Bucks head coach Todd Bowles hired offensive coordinator Dave. Uh, look, this is this is tough for me to say. They're they're hoping to bring the Seahawks efficient run game. Um, bringing over offensive, this offensive coordinator in this in the in this in the system and the ideas that they're gonna they're gonna try to implement. Here's the here's the here's the the rub. I, you guys know I love Rashad White, but unless they get a, a big name quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, not gonna happen. Like like Lamar Jackson, not gonna happen. Like Derek Carr, probably not gonna happen. If they get a Jimmy G, we're gonna have to say 
a little prayer for our Rashad White shares because I don't know that they're going to have the efficiency. They were a horrible run uh, rushing attack last year. And even though Rashad White did fairly well because of his versatility, um, he was never fully unlocked. I think he will be this year, but will he have low efficiency? Will he have 3.4 yards per carry and get hurt because they can't block for him and they have no no signal caller? No legitimate signal caller. I'm very worried about the Tampa Bay Bucks. I do wonder if the Bucks will maybe acquire like Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay and kind of save that situation. But if they don't get a competent quarterback, I'm I'm not out on Rashad, but I'm certainly careful as to where I'm going to draft him. Jacoby Myers looking like he's going to get the bag. Might project to get a contract near Christian Kirk's money. He's getting Christian Kirk. Myers is going to get Kirk money. That's insane. When you get Christian Kirk money, you're living large. You're eating steak dinner every night. Uh, you've got a whole closet full of Jordans. You've got, a, you've got two closets. One closet and then a, a closet that has all Jordans in it. This guy's getting Christian Kirk money, which is unbelievable. It's unbelievable to be a wide receiver free agent right now because there's not a lot of good ones. Here's the wide receiver free agent uh, list right now. You got Julio. You got Slayton. You got Lazard. You got Juju. You got Robert. You got Bobby Trees. Odell. Myers is like the top wide receiver option in a very poor wide receiver free agent class because all the all the the, the guys that like Debo's year got re-signed. Um, the sophomores are changing of the guard. They're still in their rookie contracts. Um, the old guys are falling off. Uh, this is kind of crazy when you look at it. There are not a, there are not a lot of options out there. Noah Brown, DeAndre Carter, Julio Jones, Landry, Mac Hollins, uh, uh, Richie James is okay if you want some value. Uh, Campbell, Slayton, they're okay if you want value. Chark, Lazard's obviously got some upside. Does he follow wherever Aaron Rodgers goes? I kind of feel like that might be. Yeah, that feels like that could happen. You know, he goes to the Raiders. Hey, hey, Lazard. This is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I need you to head over to Las Vegas immediately. Get Randall Cobb. Get the boys ready. We're going to work. When I hear, let me, I got a little gripe with Aaron Rodgers. You know how much I love Aaron Rodgers. But when he says reload, he talks about Randall Cobb and 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 Lazard and, and the boys. Like when I think reload, I think going and getting an absolute monster, bro. I think at least a, a aging, but maybe still got a Keenan Allen. You know what I'm saying? Go trade for Darren Waller, who's older. Look, that you know, if you're bringing him into Green Bay, this whole Aaron Rodgers reload. Let's call up the boys. Let's get Edelman. Let's see if Edelman still got it. Let's get Cobb in here. Let's let's park all the walkers across the side of the uh, the sideline. Let's get everybody out there. Aaron Rodgers needs needs to uh, uh, be talked to about what retooling and what reloading means. Go to negotiations with a little bit bigger high expectations if you want to reload. Um, Odell, you know, Odell's talented, but will he stay healthy? Um, honestly, I'd take him. Like the Cardinals, I'd, I'd take him. I think any one of you would just take Odell. But is he going to stay healthy? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, talking football in late February. Love my hardcores. That's up, Danny Dennis. Appreciate you being here. We haven't missed a beat, bro. We've been talking hardcore the entire time. Uh, Smitty looks like he's going to pull someone over. Uh, Nina Rick, be careful, bro. You see me on the streets. Turn the other way. Uh, Smitty, I think uh, you deserve to be on the moon, man. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate you. Uh, top four are interesting. Uh, we will take Julio back in Atlanta with Lamar. You don't want Julio, bro. You don't want Julio. 
Waller's always hurt. That's true. He's always focused on extracurriculars too, if you notice. Reload. Go find Jordy Nelson. Get Jordy. Get Jordy Nelson. Get him on the horn. Get Gronk. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. Aaron, when you say reload, you literally... I, you know what you know what it is? He's not used to getting what he wants. Brady, go get me this. Joe Burrow, give me Jamar Chase. And go get me Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's going to say that next. He's going to send a text to Veach and say, Hey, this is Joe Burrow. I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow. Give me my man, CEH. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a ham sandwich toasted. And, and, and he's going to send him on over. Joe Burrow gets what he wants. I think Aaron Rodgers is lucky he has a locker in Green Bay. I think Aaron Rodgers is lucky if he's got a, a, a food card. You know, he, gets, he probably has to pay for all of his meals in the facility. Aaron Rodgers is so used to not getting his way that he he just he asks for anything. He's like Kramer in that Seinfeld episode where they're going to give Kramer $100,000 and free coffee for life for him spilling hot coffee on himself. And they, they lead with the coffee for life. And they're about to tell them, we're going to give you 100 k too. They go, Kramer, we're going to give you a lifetime supply of coffee. And and he sticks his hand out. I'll take it. And doesn't even know that they're going to offer 100 grand. And his attorney's like, you know, you out of your mind. This is like Aaron Rodgers. He'll take anything. He'll take it. This is reloading. Let's reload. Let's reload. Get Jordy Nelson. Get Greg Jennings. Get, uh, uh, you know, get Randall Cobb. Uh, may, maybe, uh, maybe we can get some of the old boys back. And, and get this thing going. <laughs> Let's retool. Let's retool with the good old gang and get them back. Uh, CH to the XFL. Maybe, bro. Uh, maybe, bro. Can't believe we believed in CEH hype in a rookie season. This is what, the, you know what's good about the CEH debacle, though? E- even though I still believe in the right spot, he could have value, like if he goes to play with Joe Burrow. But it's a, it's, it's a lot to ask of, of Clyde to revive his career. He's, you know, he's at, he's at a rough go. And, and he needs the perfect environment. But Joe Burrow, you can bet your bottom dollar with the rumors of Mixon being a cap casualty that Joe Burrow's at least talking to the to the, to the the upstairs guys saying, you know what, I wouldn't mind you bringing in my guy CEH because he loves him. He loves him. Um, but the good thing about CEH falling and from grace is that it makes people scared of rookie running backs. How many times does somebody run their mouth in here and say, Smitty... <sighs> Is this another Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Smitty? Clyde, you doing a Clyde again, Smitty? You do, You pulling another Clyde? I love that people are scared of Clyde. Clyde has nothing to do with the next rookie. The next rookie class has nothing to do with the next rookie class. Bijan has nothing to do with Walker. Walker and Hall have nothing to do with Gibbs and Bijan. Um... CH had nothing to do with Walker or Hall. So when people were scared of my, oh, you really like Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, you're ranking them too high, Smitty. Smitty, you're going overboard on the Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker talk, Smitty. You're going to walk a lot of people off the ledge, Smitty. Look what you did with CEH last year. Look what you did, Smitty. You're going to do it again with Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker? They have nothing to do with each other. I love that people are scared off by rookies. I love it. I love it. And I love that people hate Clyde because... Honestly, I'll take him at the very tail end of my draft in a in a 18, 18th round, 17th round, 16th round territory because who cares? Cut him. That's You're cutting that guy eight, eight or nine times out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10. You're cutting that guy eventually anyway, whoever you draft in round 17 or 16 to pick up something else. You know, I don't draft a kicker until week one because I want to hold another player, a project, somebody that could, you know, pop off. So I'm dropping somebody anyway. 
So why not pick up Clyde instead of a kicker and and, and roll roll with the odds that maybe he gets traded? Uh, Jacoby's about to get Christian Kirk money. Um, this this news right here, uh, this is that Clyde news. Um, Clyde expected that the the Chiefs are going to decline his fifth year option, so they're going to likely trade him if they can. And the only suitor would probably be would probably be the the, the Bengals. Uh, this this right here, Anthony Richardson. We talked about him yesterday. He's got a fourth grade, a fourth round grade by some scouts, and a first round grade, and a top seven or eight overall grade by some scouts. He's the most diversely ranked, wide rangely ranked player that we've seen in a long time at the quarterback position. Fourth round grade to top seven overall. That is such a wide range. He has Jamarcus Russell capability of being a total bust but he also has Jalen Hurts upside and and, and watching Jalen Hurts develop watching Josh Allen develop watching both Hurts and Allen be called two of the most uncoachable or fixable players with their accuracy become top both of them are top four two of the most doubted quarterbacks in the last 10 years I can say this because I as a rookie I said that Josh Allen would be a top one to five quarterback, not even top five, top one to five quarterback within a, a, a year. It took him th- it took him his third year to really get there. So I was off by a year. I was a little early, but as a rookie, before he threw a single pass at the NFL level, I had a bold prediction out that he would be a top one to five quarterback. So I know a little about what I'm talking about with Josh Allen. Okay. And it's partly why your boy Smitty ranks number one in the industry over the last three years. Last year, the year before, the year before, I ranked number one in the industry in in quarterback draft rankings according to Fantasy Pros. So I know a little bit of what I'm talking about in this quarterback space. And I'm telling you right now that Josh Allen was laughed at by so many people. Jalen Hurts was laughed at last year by so many people. If he doesn't do it now, Smitty, he's never going to do it. You give him A.J. Brown and he doesn't do it and he craps the bed, he's going to be out. And then what are you going to say, Smitty? Now what is everybody doing? Oh, I knew he'd be good. He just needed the talent. I I believed in Jalen Hurts. I believed in Jalen. Yeah, right you did. So many people didn't. The train was empty. The train we conducted here last year on the fantasy football show that carried Josh uh, uh, Jalen Hurts on it was empty. There was nobody on it. Stop acting like you were on the train. You're trying to slip on now. All nonchalant. We're not letting you on. You're not getting on the Jalen Hurts train. We won't allow it. I don't know why I got off on that tangent screaming and yelling. Richardson, I don't even believe in Richardson uh, to that tune. (laughs) What am I doing? What am I doing? My blood pressure. My blood pressure. What am I doing? Um, I feel like Chipotle, by the way. Random thought. I think I'm getting Chipotle tonight. A picture of it on my Instagram stories. And if you don't like my food being on my stories, big deal. I don't care. Uh, Once every, like, month, I get a message from somebody in my DMs going, you put another picture of your food on your Instagram stories, and I'm unfollowing you. And I just say, bye. (laughs) And I just, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll initiate this this divorce for us. Why don't you just go ahead and leave? Um, Anthony Richardson does have Jamarcus Russell or... I would say slightly below Jalen Hurts' value because I don't see him as a Jalen Hurts. Uh, you didn't even explain your rant in intro. I don't know why I ranted, Ron. Sometimes I just get upset. But Anthony Richardson probably 
has 50-50 appeal in bus factor. That's just what what I th- I think most people are going to see, right? If he's not pre- if he's not brought along properly. Like if if Brian Dable had him, tor- he turned him into a top 10 quarterback. I have no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But guess what? Not every coach is good with developing quarterbacks and guess what? Coaches and staff and 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 uh schemes can ruin the development of quarterbacks. And I like to give this example a lot. Is like if you, if, if Tom Brady never went to New England and got developed the way he got developed into the scheme he got thrown into, would he ever have become Tom Brady? I don't think he would have. I think it's very easy to like say, oh yeah, he would have. It's crazy when you think about the way that luck and chance and hard work and all those things kind of put you in a position where it's like, what would Tom Brady have become? If Tom Brady, if Tom Brady or Kurt Warner, if Kurt Warner didn't have Vermeil believe in him, he wasn't playing anywhere because his own team didn't even want to put him into the lineup when Trent Green went down. And go watch American Underdog. It's a fantastic movie. And it just gives you a sense of how one door closes and, and another door opens. And if you don't go through that door or this door, like how different your life could be. And and so you look at a guy like Anthony Richardson. If he's going to survive, he's going to survive. No, he'd have to literally go to the right spot with the right coach. Dable, what if Dable drafts this guy? What if Dable drafts this kid and, and puts him behind Danny Dimes, even if they franchise Danny Dimes, and Dable develops the next Jalen Hurts? Because what did Dable do? He developed and got uh, retooled Josh Allen's accuracy, turned him into an absolute monster. What did Dable do? To Danny Dimes, exactly what he's starting to do with Josh Allen. Now, I don't think Danny Dimes will get to the level Josh Allen's got to, but he certainly surpassed my expectation, and I bowed down to Dable's ability to do whatever he's got to do with whatever he's been given and his ability to get the most out of the player. And and the fact that Dable doesn't want to give Danny Dimes right now a $35 million a year contract with a bunch of guaranteed money, well above 100, 100 mil guaranteed, it tells me that he still has questions, and he's, it tells me that Dable knows I'm getting, I'm squeezing gold out of a turnip here, and I don't know what he's capable of outside of my realm. I think he falls apart if he goes anywhere else. I think that's what Dable believes, and I think Dable, what if Dable takes this Anthony Richardson to the moon? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think that'd be the best landing spot. And when we look at this NFL draft board right here, and we see where the Giants are, are selecting. They're at number 25. Probably not going to be there. You never know because we saw Willis ranked inside the top 10 to 15. And Willis kept slipping. He slipped out of the first round. It was crazy how Willis slipped out. And maybe Richardson falls to New York, the New York Giants at 25. Or maybe the New York Giants trade up and try and, and try and draft this kid, Richardson, who could be developed into the top quarterback in this draft class if he's with a Dable. If he's not with a Dable, then I don't know that he does climb into any top 10 positioning ever. That's how volatile this kid is and how he teeter-totters on potentially being a monster or not. I think you should have Jolly... I think you should have Jolly B. Smitty. What what does that mean, Ron Navy? I don't know what that means, but I appreciate your super chat number. Number one, number two... Explain it to me, though. The phone lines will be open in a second. Uh, Scotty, do drop in a $5 holly. Scotty. To the Scotty moon. and Ron, to the moon. Appreciate both of you. 
Uh, Scotty says, is Josh Downs going to the moon? No, I like him a lot, bro. He's a little smaller. Um, he's not as big as our boy, uh, our, our now big boy, Zay Flowers, who's now 183 pounds versus the 170. Ripped, ready. Look, he's smiling, too. He's not smiling in the 170-pound version of himself, but he's smiling in the 180-pound version of himself because he's an absolute monster. And he's ready for the combine. He's ready to blow away everybody, blow away expectations, and be an absolute stud at the next level and be maybe the next Antonio Brown meets, you know, a couple different wide receivers we could compare him to. Tyreek Hill in terms of size and, and quickness and ability. Zay Flowers is going to – he's quick. He's quick. He's quick. He's quick. But he's also fast. He's like Tyreek Hill in that way, that he's got the speed and the quickness. They're two very different things. He's got the hands. He's got the attitude. He's got the work ethic. And he's going to soon have the environment because he's going to be so good. He's going to land into a high draft capital situation where teams aren't messing around with taking a player that high. We're talking like probably top 18 where they need a wide receiver so bad. And, 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 and we look at the draft board and we say to ourselves, where could Zay fall? Where could Zay fall? Could he fall into a bad spot? Let's take a look at it. Let's say Zay goes outside the top 10, which is probably safe to say, but maybe it's such a great combine. That's my point. That's why I made him a moon man now so that we don't have the, the combine slip away from us, uh, have Zay slip away from us in terms of the best ball drafts we can accomplish now, in terms of the trades we can make now, going and getting a draft, some draft capital that can secure you Zay Flowers, like the five or six spot if you want to reach for Zay to make sure you get Zay Flowers. But we look outside the top 10. You see Tennessee. I hope they don't ruin Zay Flowers. I hope New England at 14 doesn't ruin Zay Flowers. Anybody that goes to New England, I'm going to sour on immediately. I don't know if I'd take Zay off my board, but I'm certainly going to probably... I don't know. I may step away from everything. I might retire. Zay Flowers gets drafted by the New England Patriots. I might quit. Because I'm tired of players being ruined in New England. Um, the Jets, you never know. You never know if they if they end up signing Derek Carr and keeping their draft capital and they're not sold on Elijah Moore, which I think is a, a travesty because I think he's a really good wide receiver that just got misused. You know, finally have a quarterback in Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. But if Aaron Rodgers has had this this draft pick is leaving the hands of the New York Jets because they're going to surrender it for Aaron Rodgers. But if they sign Derek Carr, not having to give up draft capital, the Jets could they could draft Zay Flowers at that pick. You never know. Um, so we don't want New England. We don't want Tennessee. Uh, Washington, I don't think they'll they'll draft him. They don't have a quarterback. They're going. They're probably going to take if 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 Levis is there, if Levis to Beaver is there, if um, I mean they may even take uh, Hooker might get drafted at sixteen. Like they may really reach at quarterback because they're tired of going the route of the aging quarterback. They're tired of going after guys that are older and they're 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 they're, they're done. They're, they're smoked. They're absolutely burnt. They're spent. They're tired of that. They want to go after a young quarterback. Now, I believe in Howell. I think Sam Howell could potentially be the guy. I truly, truly believe that. We'll have to see. Um, I just feel like Howell has the upside, and I'm really, really hopeful that he becomes the guy. Um, Ron, I'll open the phone lines in a minute if you want to explain your Jolly B thing. Um Maybe it's an old phrase, old phrase you're using. I'm just not understanding. But but I'll open the phone line in a second. Uh, but I would say I would say I would say that you know Pittsburgh could they go Zay Flowers? I, you know it wouldn't shock me. But they have enough wide receivers right now. Currently, if they move on from Deontay, they might you know potentially take a look. But for right now, I don't think they go after him. Detroit, 
they got two elite wide receivers that are fighting for who's the number one there. Tampa, no. Seattle. Seattle could take Zay Flowers. I, I don't know how I love that. I don't hate it, but I, don't, I obviously you know, worry a little bit about his rookie production because you'd have Lockett, you'd have DK, but he could replace Lockett. Uh, Chargers are going to need a, a wide receiver, and they might get rid of Keenan Allen in some sort of situation that, that we feel like is hard to imagine now but will unfold in the coming weeks. Um, man, if Zay Flowers landed with Justin Herbert... The moon. We might have to send him to Pluto at that point because I don't think the 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 Marsmen list is going to do him a service. I think that's probably the best landing spot for said man Zay Flowers. If I had to call it out, uh, Baltimore. If they keep Lamar Zay Flowers, sure, I'd be on board that with that. Minnesota, I don't think they'll go in that direction. Jacksonville, you never know because they love Trevor Lawrence and they want him to succeed, but they've got plenty of wide receiver and pass catching options. New York. New York, imagine if New York took Zay Flowers and then they under... Look, I, I don't initially love it with Danny Dimes, but keep in mind, they are franchise tagging Danny Dimes most likely because they're unsure about him. So if he doesn't succeed there, he's still going to throw the ball to Zay enough. But if he doesn't succeed there, Dable is smart enough to bring in the right quarterback. I trust Dable enough to say that Zay would be a great spot in, 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 uh, in a giant uniform. Dallas... I mean, that might be a pretty good spot. They don't have a number. They, they've been struggling with their number two wide receiver spot. And Dak does throw enough. It's a top five offense. It's potent. I'm not concerned about volume or timeshare. Buffalo, maybe Gabe Davis finally steps aside. My boy Gabe Davis, I always believe in him. Um, but he continues to, you know, falter here and there, dropping passes, looking like Gabe Davis at times is just, you know, a phrase we use a lot. You're looking like Gabe Davis. I mean, Zay would be good. Cincinnati, uh, if they moved on from Higgins, sure. But uh, New Orleans, I, you know, I don't want that unless they have a quarterback. Philly, uh, obviously, that you know, they don't necessarily need him. Casey. <sighs> I, li- I like Sky Moore. I like Kadarius Tony, But this is Tyreek Hill 2.0. I, I don't think he'll fall there, but maybe Casey trades up. Maybe he falls. I doubt he does. I'm telling you, his combine is going to be so good. I don't think he can fall. I think he can only climb. So Casey would have to make a trade. He'd have to make a trade. Let's open the phone line, shall we? Let's do it live. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. All right, let me try and scroll through as much of, of these comments as I can because I've been neglecting a lot of the comments. Prime, I've told him, but he forgot already. Says Ron, probably talking about me. I don't know what I forgot. Flowers to the Bills as a slot wide receiver. You know, I I think it could work for sure. Zay at 21. Uh-huh. Tyreek is not human, says Swaggy. Flowers is like Diggs and Steve Smith together. Steve Smith's another great comparable. Um, I think Tyreek Hill um, has a baby with, uh, with, with Steve Smith. And a surrogate jumps into the mix that is Tyreek Hill. I think that's kind of what I what I see of Zay Flowers. Rod Navy, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Michael KCP in the building. I wear my sunglasses at night. And that was the Mini News Report brought to you by Grindhouse. Woohoo! From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk. Jolly Bee Smitty. 
What's Jolly B mean, bro? I have no idea. I told you it's the it's the chicken place, the the Filipino place right down oh, the road. Oh, yeah, I I gotta try it. I I keep forgetting about that Jolly B. I got you. You need to try it. Has the family eaten tonight? Um, no, no. It's con- you need to go. I I already bought it for you, dude. You just don't know it yet. I already bought it for you. Go down and get you get you a bucket of chicken. And, and get the spicy and the original, and then get you a couple of chicken sandwiches, get you the spaghetti. You got The little one will love the spaghetti. Get you the adobo rice. Maybe try we it do. out. Try may, pie. Maybe we do try this, Ron. Maybe we do try this. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll message uh, Miss Smitty right now and say, are you interested in Jolly Bee? It, it's, how do I describe it? It's Jolly Bee fried, fried chicken? Filipino it's Filipino food, but it, they got like the best fried chicken. It's really crunchy. In fact, they give you gravy, okay? You got to bite into the chicken without the gravy first, but then you have to dip the chicken in the gravy. The gravy goes with everything, basically. But they got they got everything there. I mean, from uh, – but but – but try the the chicken. There's chicken sandwiches. I'll do my awesome. best. They I'll do my best. I, I told I told Miss Miss Mitty. We'll see what she says. She's pretty open minded about most foods, so she'll probably say whatever you want. Uh, we'll try it out, they and got, I'll, I'll put I'll put it on my Instagram stories. Okay, if I end up doing it. Okay. Well, well, you're trying on your Instagram stories. Go looking for uh, something that hit your uh, your site that you're not aware of yet, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Go to my Instagram uh, stories. Not your Instagram. What am I looking? The super chat I said. Oh, okay, super chat. Okay, super chat. Ron Navy. But not, but not, the super chat on YouTube. Oh, okay. Hold on. Whoa, buddy. Well, buddy, let me let me make sure I I, I I screenshot just this right here, just the money amount. Hold on. All right, here it is. Screenshot of just the dollar amount from Mister Ronald. One fifty super chat. The high of the year, I might add, and we just happen to be on the screen right now. That has the high of the year, and I believe it's uh, who, who's on it. It's uh, it's Bob Robert. Robert has the high super chat high of the year. Now Ron Navy owns it with this book, this buck fifty here. So I'm sorry. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to uh, Bob Robert for having and holding that ninety nine dollar super chat for for all of January and February. Uh, Ron Navy has just taken over the lifetime super chat amount and also the current year's high. 150 Ron Navy to the moon. Appreciate you, Ron Navy. And on that note, got some stomach to all you guys in chat. You should break it. Okay, so somebody now needs I need to break that. Yeah, somebody please break that. But now I have to go to Jolly Bee. I have to. Yeah, that's it's, your incentive. It's, it's been forced. But here, here, let me also say this. Am I on the right mic? Yeah. Uh, I've got also got good news. The money gun has been rigged. We've Jimmy rigged the money gun. I haven't got it yet. I got to pick it up from my brother. My brother is, can, can build anything. He can build a house. He can build a car. He can build whatever. My brother, I went to him. I said, special assignment. I have this money gun. It's it's very weak. I, I bought it off Amazon. You hold the button. And it's... And I, I got dollar, dollar bills 
that I need to shoot out in my studio, big brother. And he says, I'm going to take it apart. I'm going to hook a big battery up to it. And we're going to have this thing shooting out at like 500,000 RPMs a second. And so it has been created. It has been makeshifted. I hope to have it by the next uh, graveyard show. And so I can spit out money again through the money gun with excessive force. I'll be bringing that back. So celebration all around. Jolly B, 150 from Ron, Money Gun. Uh, appreciate that, Ron. Hey, and, and do like, uh, um, when, if you get it, and you, I want I want your reaction. It's a little reaction video of how you like it. I'll bite into it live. Or, or I'll bite into it on All my right. stories. On my stories. Um, Let's see here. Hey, um, Prime said that you got to try the pies there, too, so... They got two different types. They got a mango peach, and they got um, well. Every, they always have the mango peach, but the, uh, they also got a coconut. Um, what is that? Prime uh, coconut, and I forget. Yeah, but both 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 pies are really good. So little one will like that. Little Smitty will like that. All right, I just told my Smitty we're we're having it. Um, we're having it. That's it. Please. Is that meatloaf? Yep. Meatloaf ready? <laughs> if not, I'm going to Jolly B. Um, is anybody else in the chat? Have you ever had Jolly B besides Prime? Uh, yeah, could I... Prime, Hodo Prime. There's a few people in there that's had it, uh, can, <clears throat> but they're just now. They've only got like 66 locations in the United States right now. So okay, so um, I, I'm just got a four here in Florida. I'm blessed that one there's one in Chandler, Arizona. It's a little bit of a yeah. drive, but I, I think we got to go ahead and and do it now because Ron Navy put the, applied the pressure. If for any reason, let's say I slip and fall and hit my head or whatever, we'll do it tomorrow. But I'm I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get it done tonight. I just got to get there and back and yeah. rush hour and all that with the the live show at yeah. 10 p.m. or, or at uh, look we'll them up before you go. Look them up. Look at make sure you um, you're aware of their hours so you don't get there late and drive they close at, They close at 5 p.m. No, no, no. I don't. They shouldn't. But um, just check the hours first before you drive yeah. out. Okay. Uh, let's let's hit some football now. Um, Ron, what what are your thoughts on any of the news topics of the day? Uh, Flowers, Fields, Wentz, Mixon, um, Anthony Richardson. Uh, try and stay on these topics. Um, obviously, you can go in a different direction, but at least at least to start, what are you thinking? What what do you what do you feel? No. You asked earlier, um, I, I've been getting uh, flowers, uh, and uh, you can get them in underdog in the 8-9 and nine spot, <clears throat> and um, I know you were excited to announce them I, um, from earlier. You just couldn't wait for your show to start so you could put them on the moon. <laughs> yeah, I, I really had to do it. I've been trying so hard not to drop like too many moon men before March even begins, but it's like it is what it is. Like if I feel it, I'm going to do it because... We have best ball to, to, to handle. Like a lot of people say Smitty, but if Flowers gets on everybody's radar and he, and everybody knows he's going to be the next AB, let's say, walking into August, how does it help me? Underdog fantasy. That's like the reason you win a league is on underdog is because you're drafting ahead of the curve. You're getting the Kenneth Walkers. Remember Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall last year? Early And early drafting, underdog fantasy, promo code Smitty, um, get up to $100 bonus match on your first deposit. Uh, link is in the description. Link should be in the live chat. Did I pin that in the live chat? I think I did. Yeah, should be pinned in the live chat. Um, it, it It's like 
you're just the reason I push this so much underdog early is because you win leagues when you get Kenneth Walker in round nine and ten last year on underdog, whereas at the August September range he's going like seven, which is still a steal, still win a league territory. Brees Hall was round five or six to kick off the off season, especially before he had a landing spot. Like when we were doing underdog drafts last year, I don't know if you remember Ron, but Hall was probably where like six seven. Brees Hall was going like six seven. So that's where you could win a league. You can win a league off of these guys like Flowers and especially the rookie RBs. Gibbs going around 5-6. Charbonnet going 7-8. Don't reach ahead. You don't need to. You're, you're stepping in your own way by drafting him too early. Uh, Bijan, we predicted, would be first-round material. And people are like, oh, you know, he's already going around at pick 8, pick 9, pick 7. Like, Bijan, you want Bijan, you got to take him around one. Get him cheap now before the combine. Yeah. Get, get Charbonnet in 7-8 before the Combine. Charbonnet's going to own the Combine. Zay Flowers is going to own the Combine. Uh, Jameer Gibbs will look very much like everyone expects him to, and that's great. Bijan's going to own the Combine. Um, I, I don't even know how, like, between Bijan and Charbonnet, I don't know if people remember, but um, Brees Hall had one of the most amazing running back Combines um, that anybody's really ever had at the running back position. Walker almost had the exact same level of combine performance, but because Halls was, you know, slightly better, no one talked about how good Walker looked. You know, so like that could be the same thing. Charbonnet and, and Bijan, one might overshadow the other, but both are going to own the combine. Um, I think Kendra Miller might be a total shocker to everybody and climb draft boards like crazy. Can't wait. Don't forget to mention the new contest uh, underdog just uh, dropped out today too. Yeah, so the, on, the yeah on my site thefantasyfootballshow.com, I got year round rankings. I have a, a a thing called the Super Rookie Rankings that I developed many years ago, which is the sophomores and rookies only. The rankings that are the sophomore class and the rookie class only. So when the rookies graduate to sophomores. The sophomores graduate to juniors. The juniors fall off of those those rankings. They're the most popular rankings that I have on my site. Everybody loves them because it gets you like in a dynasty mindset. It lets you know how I value the two classes only together. And really, there's no pliable reason to do it. Um, you couldn't really draft off anything for it. You couldn't play with it. Uh, it was just a mindset type of ranking. And so now everybody's using this everywhere. It's crazy. But Underdog has a sophomores and rookies actual underdog draft. So it goes hand-in-hand with my my rankings I've had for so many years. Um, Part of me wonders if people are maybe taking a peek at it and using it. But that's fine. I'm flattered. But Underdog is amazing. And I love drafting all these different ways. And the fact that you can draft sophomores and rookies only... And, and go into the strategies. They're four-person drafts, right? So there's four. It's just like the playoff, the mittens. There's four people in it, and then you flip into the snake style of four. You know, there's only four teams. They do that because the quarterbacks are very limited. There's not very many QBs from that draft class, so you know you can't really have unless you do super flexes only. And Ron, they're not all super flexes, right? There's a quarterback spot, so um, the, right. the the playoff drafts. If anybody remembers correctly. They actually had just four super flex, you know, spots. But this one, there's actually quarterbacks involved. And on my super rookie rankings, I'm looking at them right now. Um, you have uh, you have a number of QBs, but it's it's you know it's thinned out. Like Ron, n- name all the the guys that you're seeing. Let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. 
You only got a couple from last year, which would be Ritter, Picken, and yeah. House start this year. But um, as far as startable quarterbacks, and then yeah, you got so all the rookie quarterbacks for this year. Yeah, so you got to... limited amount of quarterbacks. So I can get a quarterback early. Um, I know I'm a homer, but I, I've i done six of them so far and, and uh, taken picket in most of them because I already know what he is and I don't have to guess on him. So I take, you know, the picket and pickens combination and I just fill in from there. Yeah, it's it's so fun. It's so fun to play these. Um, go check them out, guys. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Again, they'll give you a hundred bucks, dollar for dollar, on your first deposit match, bonus match, up to one hundred. If you do fifty dollars, it's twelve rounds of drafting. You got one quarterback, one running back, um, two wide receivers, and a flex spot, and then seven bench. Yeah. Get Charbonade says uh, Mitch. Mitch, I'll punch it for you, pal. Get Charbonade. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonade. Uh, anybody else want to call and let's get a little panel going. I'm probably not going to go, uh, you know, too much longer because I got to get on that food run if I'm going to do it. Uh, we got 112 people in here. Uh, show's popping like normal, but we got a lot of you in here that haven't hit that thumb up button yet. So 114 of you in here, please punch that thumb up button. Phone lines open. The phone lines right here. Let's get a little panel going. Let's get four, five, six people on the phone here. Kick around some ideas before I got a jet and go get my sandwich or chicken. Sorry, chicken. And I'm still looking for all my eye. You what? You can get the chicken sandwiches too. Get okay. it all. Try yeah. it all. Can I get $149.99 worth of food? Well, you don't got no. It shouldn't cost you that much to get it all. I mean, to, to get most of everything, um, you talk maybe $30, $40. Bucks. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll do it live. I'm not high on Charbonnet, to be honest. That's just me. Yeah, Swaggy, what was the comment Swaggy made the other day that got me just off on a, a I went off on a tiz, I was a, I was in a tizzy. What was it? What is what was it this They're two different style running backs. No, but, they both can be very But what did he say? Swaggy, what did oh, you say? Said, I, think... I got real mad at it. I just I lost it. Oh, Swaggy, what what was it? I I got really I just lost it. Swaggy said something about somebody I loved, and he said that he's no better than this guy or whatever. So Swaggy, remind us who that was. If anybody else remembers, please let me know. Uh, Spaghetti is a skip, says Jimbo or Jimbo. Um, people either love the spaghetti or they don't like the spaghetti. But most people I've I've, I've seen love the spaghetti. I think uh, it's worth a try. Um, Oh. It's not traditional spaghetti. They put like these little sausages in there. This is what Swaggy said yesterday. It was yesterday or the day before that he likes Hollywood Brown over Drake London, and I ha- I just went nuts. I just I just lost it. That's 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 a way to that's a way to get me. Hollywood Brown. I didn't even understand it. I still don't get it. Uh, anyway, oh, it wasn't that. It was a different comment altogether. No, it that was it. That one. No, that was it. That was I remember now. That was it. He said Hollywood Brown over, um, uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, over London Gold. That's what he said. That sounds like when he said Sutton over Alave would be uh, end up 
with better stats, and he was wrong on that one too. Yeah, I mean, just swaggy. And swag, I mean, I, I'm wrong too. I, I like Clyde Edwards Larry. I'll take away all the ammunition I can. <laughs> I've, I've, I've like, I'm not saying we all, we all don't uh, miss, but London Gold, bro. Drake London is, he's on his way. He's on his way. And I'll even admit this, Swaggy, if you want a little bit of like, you know, let me humble myself, is I wasn't extremely high on him coming out. But but that's some of the process that I have is like the rookies you can't always tell, especially with the tight ends. And I talk about this in tremendous detail on the rookie video, the the the, the mock draft video. Go watch the rookie mock draft video. But the, the rookie tight ends, I, the reason I do so well with rookie tight end rankings is that I... I don't overreact on the rookies. Um, I I then assess their rookie year, and I can pretty much tell who's got the potential at the NFL level with the NFL game, the different type of, of, of game that it is going from college to the pros at the tight end position, such a different game, that, that I feel like I can sense, okay, Hawkinson, I saw the flash that I needed from Hawkinson, and Hawkinson was so highly touted, and when he had a disappointing rookie year, everybody jumped ship. They scattered. And so, um, you know, sometimes the rookies are like that, you know, where you like London. I wasn't super high in London. I wasn't extremely high on, on Garrett Wilson. Uh, I'll admit it. Uh, I, I definitely didn't feel what I feel now, but that's part of the rookie evaluation process and why guys like even Jefferson were not really anybody's number one rookie wide receiver. Um, but you, we all knew there was upside, the right situation, the right marriage of coaching and scheme and, and, and player development. Um, some players just get so much better at the pro level. And so, you know, but, but London, I, I believe London is literally like two tiers above Hollywood Brown. That's why I flipped out on, on Swaggy on that one, but Swaggy to each his own. I appreciate you. Um, you're allowed to have your own opinion. Just sometimes my finger slips on this button. When, when something like that gets said, my, my fault. Uh, the phone lines are open for just a few more minutes. Dial in. We got 112 of you in here. Punch that thumb up button. Get that 61 thumbs up to match that 112 thumbs up. Let's have somebody dial in and talk about flowers. I want somebody to dial in and talk about fields. I want somebody to dial in and talk about mixing. I got three topics on the board here that I wanted to discuss with whoever wants to call in with Ron Navy and I, and or Drake London. You want to talk about Drake London versus Hollywood Brown? I'll I'll allow that discussion. Uh, Swaggy says Christian Watson over London. Look, they're both moon men. You're not going to get me to decide and pick one one child over the other. Swaggy, you can't get to me with this comment. I love Christian Watson. I love London. They're both absolute monsters in the making. But this Hollywood Brown London comparison. It's like it's like comparing a uh, I don't know a, a, a steak like a sirloin or ribeye steak to a to a McDonald's hamburger patty. Um, you know what? Plus, Hollywood Brown's a lot like uh, Deontay Johnson for the Steelers. Yeah, they can't catch the ball. Can't hold on. To Inconsistent. The ball. Um, he's too small without the uh, the the upside and skill set to overcome that. You know, like he's a he's a quick guy and. Uh, but you know, it took him a while in Baltimore took, it's, it's going to take him a while in Arizona. Um, he's got a horrible situation in Arizona with Kyler Murray injured for at least half of the season. Um, not liking it. Flowers, love flowers, Hobgy. Um, dial in Hobgy. We need, we have, we need to take one panel call. We need to talk about flowers fields or London or Mixon, And then I'm out of here to go pick up my, my, uh, fried chicken from Jolly Bees. Yep. Yeah, but- 
London last year, when Ritter finally got in, he was getting a lot more targets. He he, he got a lot. Um, he, was, he was doing better when Ritter was in there last year. Is there a, he started it, out the year. Is there a world where um, Hiking Deep says uh, Mixon to the Dolphins? Is there a world where Mixon has one more year? Maybe. Like in a situation like that, sure. You know, I could see him getting revived. But then again, Dolphins kind of rotate. We don't really have a sense of of any consistent you know running back play coming out of there unless they bring in a big-name player like Barkley or Josh Jacobs or they draft a, a, you know, a Charbonnet or – or do something along those lines. I don't think there's a commitment level that I'm comfortable with without really, you know, uh, avoiding it unless the ADP is correct. Um, I, I was saying that Hollywood put up wide receiver one numbers when Nuke was out. No, no, Swaggy. That's not how I remember it. I remember you blatantly saying that you're not high in London. You like Hollywood Brown better or something to that tune. I'm almost positive it wasn't a like a. A loosely said comment. It's okay, Swaggy. You know, maybe you'll be right, and we'll be—I'll be taking a big fat lap. But uh, London's going to be a monster, bro. Ryan really did a good job. It was out last year. You don't think that they maybe um, elevate Ryan? Um, he's old. He's well, older. Too. He's older, and isn't he a free agent? How old is he? He's, uh, I want to say he's, let me see. Samaji P. Ryan. I want to say he's like 30 something, but maybe not. Hold on. Really? Yeah. He's, he's been in the league a while. I think before I started my YouTube channel, he was like, you know, in the league for a while. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan 20. Okay. 27. He'll be 20. He'll be 28. He'll be 28. Yeah. Right on that cliff. Yeah, but he could he could have a year, I guess, if they. But what's his contract look like? Let's see, Samaji P Ryan contract. Mixon uh, had one good game pretty much all year long, where he went off, and then he's gone. everybody was so high, <laughs> jumping on him. Mixon's a unrestricted free agent, so they could bring him back though on a on a you know a hometown discount potentially. Fields will be lucky to make it through another season. And that's why I say that there is a little bit of possibility that Ryan Poles isn't just smoking, you know, and, and, and just blasting smoke all over the place and trying to confuse people with a misdirection. However, I don't think that they're likely to trade Fields. I just think that if the right crazy offer came along, like the 2-12, and 12, that they would say to themselves, are we going to break fields anyway? Are we going to really win a Super Bowl in the next year and a half, two years? And will fields have a torn ACL because he's trying to carry this team on his back because we, we can't get him what he needs. And we can, if we can draft Stroud at number one and we can get the two and the 12 and bring in a, and then turn the two into Bijan and a, a late second rounder, take, take a uh, Quentin Johnson, with uh, with the other the other pick, and they could literally walk out of a draft with Stroud, Quentin Johnson, uh, Bijan, or Charbonnet, and an offensive lineman or two offensive linemen, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and and then and then Stroud. Like that's it's just an amazing way to build, 
And if your polls and, yeah. and Fields wasn't your guy necessarily, you love him, you like him, but like if you, you who knows, maybe he loves Stroud more than Fields. Like he's he has that right. I mean, Swaggy likes Hollywood Brown over London. You know, anything's possible. So we can't sit here and tell polls what the how to feel. Fields to worry about because they got they traded away two of their key great defensive players last year. So not only do they got to do the offense, they got to redo the defense too. Players uh, on the defense, Casey so they got said, a lot of building. Casey says you think Pollard would accept being franchise tagged in Dallas by the Cowboys? Absolutely, because it's a ten million dollar amount. It, it's also a, in a way kind of advantageous to. Pollard because he gets to sign the big deal still. So he gets to make $10 million and then he gets to sign a contract. If he signs a big contract now, he might never get another like major contract, right? So if you could delay signing and you stay healthy and you bank on yourself, he stays healthy. If he gets 10 mil, earns a big fat deal, then he can get that. It's like an extra 10 mil, you know, in a sense. Because he's not going to get franchise tag at the back end of another four-year deal. So if he gets franchise tagged at the front end, that's five years. That's five years that he's going to have getting paid bank versus four and then playing at a low amount that fifth year. Especially coming off the injury, he can uh, prove that the in, you know he fully recovered from the injury and he's worth the bank. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ron, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate your super chat. Ron Navy is the highest super chatter in the history of the Fantasy Football Show Lifetime. With the biggest one single super chat, I'm sure he leads in all time as well. But he's got the 765 super chat, crazy. And then Ron just broke the record. He broke Bob's Robert's record. Appreciate Bob, Robbie. Appreciate you, pal. Uh, Ron broke it with the 150. So th- this is the new mark to beat this year. Obviously, uh, Avatar says he's coming for your 765 this year, and I believe him. But but he does. I, I hope a lot of people do. But Ron Navy's got you're, the 150. You deserve it. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate you. I'm going to go get the all food. The hard work you do, all the hard work you do and all the effort you put in, and you're like, you live this. You live your job every day. So, yeah, you deserve it, Smitty. I hope everybody else, uh, you know, gives what they can. I mean, you don't have to be the highest. Just right. If you can, do. And if you can't, well, enjoy spread anyways. The word. Yeah, if you can't, enjoy. Spread the word. Um, that, that That is helpful as well. Um, commenting on all the videos, liking all the videos, just telling people in an elevator that are wearing, uh, you know, uh, Bengal jerseys. You'd be like, bro, Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, tell them about the show. Spread the word where you can. I'll see you all later. Ron, appreciate you. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll DM you when I've got a story up. Appreciate you. Bye. Awesome. All right. Great. All right. Uh, I'll see you all later tonight. Probably going live to do some drafting around midnight or a little bit after midnight tonight. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Thank you, uh, Wizard. Appreciate you. Prince, I'm sorry. I almost thought you were a troll. You did such an amazing job that I thought you were literally an imposter it was blocked for poor prince you imagine prince just trying to make a joke and watch the show ends up getting blocked <laughs> poor prince prince to the moon
Faithful Lee, appreciate Faithful Lee being in the house. Vampy in the building. The Vampmeister. The Vamp, appreciate you. Danger in the building. Uh, D-Town in the building. Jared in the building. Uh, JCIM in the building. Appreciate you. Swaggy, appreciate you. Swaggy, I do appreciate you. Uh, Mr. TD. Thomas. Sam. Sam I am. Casey in the building. Mitch, appreciate you, Mitch. First in the building tonight was uh, Peanut Butter and Wavers with the yo comment. Mealy, Frake. Thank you all. If I missed you I, I, and it didn't say your name, I apologize. Hop G, I'll see you all at midnight, hopefully.